You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 86, and this is a very special episode because I want to give you a bit of an update about what's going on with Annie and I in Brazil. Um, as many of you know, we've we've been living in Curitiba, Brazil since 2012, um, working with our, our C3 churches here. Um, when we came to, to Brazil, when we moved to Curitiba in 2012, there were two um, very small C3 churches, uh, C3 Curitiba and C3 Church Santos, which is just outside Sao Paulo. And at that time, both of our churches had around 50 people in attendance for their Sunday services. And so um, Annie and I came and, and we began to work. Um, uh, we went on staff and, and I became the executive pastor at C3 Curitiba. And, and we worked very closely with the amazing uh, team of leaders that pastors uh, Ronald and Chris Berg have, have developed here in, in Curitiba. And, um, and part of what we were doing was um, kind of helping um, with the assimilation process. Uh, C3 Curitiba had been going for about a year when we moved down here in 2012, and our job, uh, initial job, was to help them um, cultivate C3 culture. And, um, you know, every church has a culture, and, uh, you know, we want to create the best culture possible that's going to um, have the most impact on the most people. And so, so that was what we began to do. And, and, and I, being on staff, I was also able to help implement some, um, some, some key systems to help us grow. And what we've seen is, is absolutely amazing. Today, um, like I said, we had around 50 people in attendance when we first came here in 2012. Today, C3 Church in Curitiba is averaging over 100 people in worship every week. Um, you know, the last three years we've seen uh, in, in 14 and 15, we saw 18% growth each year. Um, this year, 2016, we've seen over 20% growth. And uh, some of these people are new converts coming to Christ um, in our church or in connect groups. Um, others are coming from other churches, but it's good, solid growth. Uh, membership now is over 200, and like I said, with over 150 in, in attendance. But what's, what's even more awesome is we've got around 75% of the church involved in connect groups. Um, and, you know, really it's in the small groups where we see uh, so much of the pastoral ministry take place. And, uh, you know, people have prayer needs, people are able to build friendships, uh, people are able to be discipled in those small groups. So it's, it's really good. So we're just so, so happy to see how well C3 Church Kirchheb is doing. And again, I just give so much of the credit to Pastors Ronald and Chris Berg because it's their vision that we're serving here. And um, they've built a phenomenal leadership team and just doing a great job. And, uh, you know, one of the other 
C3 Church is here with C3 Church in Santos. It's about a six or seven hour drive or a 45 minute plane ride. So you can guess how we try and get there uh, from where we live. And, uh, you know, when we, again, when we came, you know, we would visit Pastors Fabio and Danny. Um, we would visit them every few months and, again, pouring into them, helping them develop their team, helping them put some systems in place, um, helping them, you know, position themselves for growth. Uh, pastors Fabio and Danny are amazing pastors, but they're also amazing evangelists. And, uh, you know, over 60% of the people in their church came to Christ in that church. And, you know, that's awesome, but you also have a lot of new Christians. And so um, helping those guys go from uh, new Christians to disciples and then, and of course, becoming leaders in the church and serving and volunteering is, is, is a huge thing. So now, you know, for the last year or so, C3 Church Santos has been consistently um, putting 100 people in their Sunday services in a building that will only hold 80 people. And that defies all church growth odds. You know, most of the time when you get to about 80% capacity, your church stops growing. But, uh, but they've been consistently over 100 for the last year. But uh, this month, they just moved into a facility that will seat almost 200 people. And so, um, you know, it, it's an amazing thing. They've got a high percentage of their people that are involved in connect groups. Um, Pastor Fabio said that they're seeing so many visitors every month um, or every week now that they're in their new facility. And so, again, this is a church that's poised for growth. They have a vision to, to take their city and to, uh, you know, really have an impact. So I think we're going to see some awesome things there. And then last year, C3 Church Santos actually planted a church about an hour, a little over an hour away, just outside the, the main city of Sao Paulo in a, in a city called Sao Bernardo de Campo. And Sao Bernardo de Campo is a big city itself. It's about a million people. But uh, Pastor Sidney and Raquel are, are leading that church. And, uh, you know, just an amazing uh, couple of young pastors and uh, they've got a, a great team that's helping them. And so we, we go up every few months and spend time with them. And again, helping them develop their leadership team, helping them put systems in place, and uh, you know, just setting them up for success. And they're seeing, in just a little over a year, they're seeing over 100 people in worship every week. 100 people in their services every week. They have a high percentage of people involved in their connect groups. And uh, you know, it's amazing. Pretty much every time when I go up there and preach, we have people come to Christ. So, you know, we're just seeing some awesome, awesome things happening there. And um, they're in the process of looking for a bigger building because they've pretty much outgrown the one where they're at. And uh, so they're either going to have to start a second service or go to a new building. But, uh, you know, amazing, amazing pastors are the great vision. And what Pastor Sidney sees is he actually sees campuses um, all over the, the, the area. He's actually got vision for campuses in several of the other cities around there. So, you know, these guys are doing great. So what, we, what we've seen, when we came here, we had two small churches. Now we have three healthy churches. And uh, Annie and I are at the point now where we feel like we, we, we feel the release to go back to the U.S. When we moved to Brazil, we, we committed to five years. And, um, you know, it's hard to believe that that five years has gone by now. So, um, our plan at this point is to uh, move back to the U.S. early in 2017. And, you know, we've been in close contact with all of our pastors and leaders, with Pastors Ronald and Chris and 
you know, the other guys that we work with here, um, they're, they're good with us going back. In fact, Pastor Ronald um, suggested, he said, you know, I think it's time for us as Brazilian pastors and leaders to step up and take C3 to the next level. He said, you guys are awesome. We want you to come back. We want you to continue to be a part. But, um, you know, it's time for us as Brazilians to step up and go to the next level. And so, um, you know, we've also talked to our pastors in Atlanta, pastors Jeff and Sonny, and, um, you know, really uh, communicated back and forth with them. And they're ready for us to come home. They've been asking us for a couple of years um, when we were going to be moving back to the U.S. Because C3 Church in Atlanta is growing like crazy. And, um, you know, they've just launched another campus or another church. Um, they planted another church, and they've got another campus on the other side of town. So there's basically C3 church, three C3 churches in Atlanta, and um, they just sent out two of their key couples to be uh, part of one of their newest church plants. So, you know, there's a real need to have some, um, I hate to say older, but some more seasoned leaders um, on the team. So that's what we're looking to do is to to go back and serve them. So, you know that's kind of where we're at. So these are these are big changes for us, and really it's um, it, we're starting over again next year when we move back to the U.S. You know we've got to find a place to live, we've got to buy a car, all the things that you do when you, you know when you're starting over. But we're so excited to see what God has in store for us next. Um, what our heart is, what our passion is, is to continue to be involved in Brazil in some capacity. What we're hoping for, what we're planning on is to come back to Brazil at least once a year, maybe even twice a year if we can swing it. Um, we've got permanent visas, so that's no problem. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some some other things that we're looking at on the horizon here, some other church plants, some other campuses, some other things that we're looking at doing in the near future um, that we would be able to be a part of and help and, and, and coach and mentor and the things that we do, um, you know, with, with, with our churches here. So if you think of it, pray for us. We, we would really appreciate your prayers as we look at these, um, taking these next steps. And, uh, you know, many of you have, have contributed and supported us financially, and we just can't say thank you enough. Um, you have been such a part of our team. That's why we've tried to be pretty um, intentional in letting you know what's going on over the months and, um, you know, send out a newsletter and just staying in touch in other ways. So thank you so much for your financial support. And for those of you that would like to continue um, contributing to, to our financial support, that money will continue to go towards uh, mission work in Brazil and South America. Um, it'll continue to go through our church, C3 Atlanta, and, uh, and that money will help us get back down here and, and, and to be a part of what's going on here. Um, when we get back to the U.S., there's not really a salaried position available at the church, but we also want to be able to serve and be available to serve the pastors there. So we'll just kind of see how that looks out. But like I say, if you want to continue to support us financially, um, please do that. We would appreciate it. That will help us so much um, as we get back to the U.S., but especially in, uh, in the mission work here in Brazil. So you know that's kind of where we're at. We would um, ask you, to again, to pray for us. Um, and then, you know, a couple of other things that we're looking at. Um, when we get back to the U.S., I'm going to begin offering my services as a pastoral uh, coach as well as a church consultant. You know, that's what I've been doing for many, many years. Even while I was a, working for the police department, we were still, um, you know, serving the church and, and had connections with pastors um, literally all over the world. I mean, I've had the privilege of coaching and helping pastors 
all around the world through Skype and FaceTime. And uh, here in Brazil, we've been doing it face-to-face, um, you know, helping, helping the churches, you know, position themselves for success. Um, a lot of what we've been doing is pastoral coaching and um, as well as consulting and helping them, you know, set their churches up for success. So we're going to be offering our services for that. So if you know anybody that's interested or know anybody that would be um, looking for some help, just have them contact me at David, um, David at davidspell.com. Um, I'll have a website up and running. It'll be connected with the one I've already gotten, but we'll have a website up and running soon, and, uh, and we'll be able to do that. Well, now it's your turn. If you have any questions about what's going on in Brazil or anything that we talked about today, davidspell.com. Leave a question or a comment um, about what we're doing in Brazil or anything like that, and uh, you know I'll be sure to answer it. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. My book, Reflections on the Resurrection, is such a good book for, for, for us to remember why the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the most important event in history. You know, the early church did not necessarily preach um, all the things that Jesus preached. It was a little bit later that they started getting into teaching what Jesus taught. But initially, the early church, the, the, the focus of their message was that Jesus was alive and he was the fulfillment of the prophecies. But this idea that Jesus was alive was the central focus of so many of their messages. Look throughout the book of Acts. The resurrection was one of the central things that they preached on. And, you know, we have some great preaching today. I mean, my gosh, what a great time to be alive. There are some wonderful communicators. But I tell you, I get a little frustrated sometimes that we don't hear more about the resurrection. Because if it's not for the resurrection, Christianity comes unhinged. If you remove the resurrection, you remove Christianity. It falls like a house of cards. So my book, Reflections on the Resurrection, check it out. It's educational, it's devotional, and it's apologetic. And when I say apologetic, we're not apologizing for anything. I had somebody ask me that. Apologetics is that field of study that um, defends the faith. So Reflections on the Resurrection. It's educational, it's devotional, and it's apologetic. Check it out. Now, I also want to give you a heads up because very, very soon, probably in the next week or two, I'm going to be releasing my newest book, New Testament Snapshots, and you really do want to check this out. New Testament Snapshots takes you into the lives of 11 of the New Testament's lesser-known characters. There are so many people in the New Testament that are just referred to a few times, and we really don't know that much about them. So what we do is we take the evidence that's there, we also look at some of the uh, information we have from other sources, including the early church fathers, and we see what we can find from these people. So New Testament snapshots. It'll be out soon. In fact, it's going to be out just in time for you to give it as a gift for Christmas. You've, I'm sure there's somebody on your Christmas list that would love to have a great new book 
to get them started in their reading in the new year. Well, friends, thanks so much for being with me. Until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.